formation within longitudinal integrated clerkships a scoping review by megan e l brown paul y brown gavin cohen and gabrielle m finn abstract context although the uptake of longitudinal integrated clerkships lic's is increasing worldwide and there are documented benefits to participation there is a lack of conceptual evidence regarding how LICs exert many of their benefits, including their influence on the recruitment and retention of practitioners to underserved areas or specialities. Whilst career choice and professional identity development have been previously connected within medicine, what is known about the ways in which LICs influence identity remains unclear. A scoping review was conducted to explore current knowledge and map directions for future research. Method. In 2020, the authors searched nine bibliographic databases for articles discussing identity within the context of LICs using a systematic search strategy. Two reviewers independently screened all articles against eligibility criteria and charted the data. Eligible articles were analysed by quantitative and qualitative thematic analysis. Results. 849 articles were identified following an extensive search. 131 articles were selected for full text review, with 27 eligible for inclusion. Over half of all articles originated from the United States or Canada, and research most frequently explored identity development from socio-cultural orientations. Qualitatively, four themes were identified. A. The importance of contextual continuities. B. Symbiotic relationship of responsibility and identity development. C becoming a competent carer, and D, influence of LICs on career identity. Conclusions. This scoping review adds weight to the supposition that participation in LICs facilitates identity development, namely through contextual continuities and the responsibility students assume as they become co-providers of patient care. There are suggestions that LICs encourage the development of an ethic of caring, as little research compares comprehensive LICs with other clerkship models, it remains difficult to say to what degree identity formation is facilitated above and beyond other models. Future comparative research and research exploring identity formation from diverse theoretical perspectives would add depth. Introduction Worldwide, Longitudinal Integrated Clerkships, LICs, are gathering momentum as a model of clinical education which benefits students, tutors, patients and communities. In 2018, 26 LIC programmes were documented within the United States alone, whilst the most recent international data from 2014 reported 54 LICs worldwide, more than double than reported in 2009. Although LICs have been variously defined, Norris et al.'s review provides a definition which has, arguably, become an international defining standard. For Norris et al, LICs involve student participation in the comprehensive care of patients over time, through which students experience continuing learning relationships with these patients' clinicians and meet the majority of the year's core clinical competencies simultaneously through these experiences. Simply put, LICs promote student participation in the comprehensive and multidisciplinary care of patients over time. It is important to note that, although LICs came about to address shortages in recruitment to community-based and often rural roles, 
the model has subsequently spread to a variety of different settings and successful LICs now run within secondary and tertiary care and within urban environments. The reported benefits of LICs across the continuum of contexts in which they exist include increased recruitment of practitioners to rural areas where LICs are rural in nature, primary care where LICs centre primary care and to underserved areas or specialities where LICs give focus to such areas. Further, LICs have been reported to mitigate the negative effects of the hidden curriculum on empathy and ethical practice, improve patient health outcomes, increase faculty job satisfaction and encourage student involvement in advocacy. Little is known conceptually, however, as to why LICs work. In other words, how they exert their documented benefits requires further investigation. Illuminating this mechanism is, is crucial as it stands to generate transferable findings as to what works about the LIC model. Given ongoing issues with healthcare workforce recruitment and retention, decline of empathy during medical school, faculty burnout, and difficulties engaging some students in health advocacy, such transferable findings would serve to contribute to many areas of contemporary discourse across the spectrum of health professions education. Within medicine, career choice has been linked to identity development. Identity development as a doctor is defined as the acquisition of core values, moral principles of the profession and self-awareness. And it has been proposed that belonging to an area or speciality through this construct can impact career preferences. Given we know identity formation can influence career choice, one potential explanation for the benefits associated with LICs is that LICs strengthen student identity development. Yet, despite the explanatory potential of this hypothesis and the importance of identity development in regard to contemporary pedagogic strategies, the sum of knowledge regarding how LICs influence student identity development as nascent physicians remains unclear. As no consensus definition of professional identity exists and the concept can be studied from a diverse range of perspectives, available evidence concerning the identity impact of educational innovations can be difficult to discern. This barrier applies to LIC research, and what is known concern identity development within the model remains unclear. As such, relevant literature concerning how LICs influence professional identity development within their participants requires exploration. Scoping reviews examine the extent, nature and range of research activity concerning a topic or area of interest. Guided by an exploratory research question, they offer a way to analyse emerging or nebulous research areas. Given the emerging nature of LIC's scholarship, indeed, no previous literature reviews appraise identity formation within LICs, and the oft-nebulous nature of identity research, a scoping review was selected to discern what is known regarding identity development within LICs, evaluate the influencing factors within the model, and map areas for future study. Methods. Following registration with Open Science Framework, this scoping reviews protocol was published in the journal Systematic Reviews to solicit peer review, prevent duplication of research effort, increase transparency and enhance reproducibility. A scoping review was conducted following Arxie and O'Malley's five-step framework. A. Identifying the research question. B. Identifying relevant studies. C. Study selection. D. Charting the data. And E collating, summarising and reporting the results. 
the review is reported in concordance with the preferred reporting items for systematic reviews and meta-analyses extension for scoping reviews, PRISMA SCR. See Table S1 for the completed checklist. Identifying the research question. The Population Situation PS tool was used to structure the research question of this review. Within the context of this review, the population of interest are health profession students and the situation of interest is identity formation within longitudinal integrated clerkships. The primary research question of this review is how do longitudinal integrated clerkships impact the professional identity development of health profession students? Sub-questions are A. What are the factors which influence student identity development within longitudinal integrated clerkships? And B. What is the outcome of the longitudinal integrated clerkship model's influence on student identity? Identifying relevant studies. In July 2020, nine bibliographic databases were searched for relevant literature using a search strategy developed in consultation with a medical librarian. Ovid Medline, Accepta Medica Database, Embase, PubMed, Web of Knowledge, WOK, Scopus, Education Resources Information Centre, ERIC, PsychInfo, Journal Storage, JSTOR, and Google Scholar were systematically searched using a search strategy including both medical subject headings, MESH, and free text terms combined with Boolean operators. A sample search strategy for Medline is provided, Figure 1. Searches were not restricted by date and articles published online ahead of print were included. The initial search was conducted 10th of July 2020 and citation alerts issued until the 1st of September 2020. Study selection. The bibliographic details of all studies identified as potentially relevant from the database searches n equals 839 were downloaded as comma separated values .csv files and compiled in the program Python. An automated text classification program was designed in Python to organise abstracts. Additional references identified through hand searching n equals 10 were also fed into Python. Data were merged n equals 849 and duplicates were identified and removed. Manual searching of all titles was then conducted to remove all non-English language articles and those clearly not in scope, N equals 579. MB in either PW or GF then independently screened the titles and abstracts of all the remaining articles, N equals 270, to determine eligibility for full text review. Authors discussed disagreements until consensus was reached. Following abstract screening, MB and GF independently reviewed the full text of articles for inclusion, N equals 131. The eligibility criteria used to screen abstracts and full texts is listed in Table 1. Empirical studies, commentaries and literature reviews were included. Though the inclusion of literature reviews within scoping reviews is not always common practice, the purpose of scoping reviews is to act as a preliminary assessment of potential size and scope of available research literature. Research literature is also comprised of reviews. The themes of reviews provide nuanced depth and insight into the contemporary discourse within a field. 27 articles met the eligibility criteria following full text review. A flowchart of the search and selection process reported in line with PRISMA guidelines is provided in Figure 2. 
charting the data. An initial data extraction form to chart the data of all eligible studies, commentaries and reviews was iteratively developed. Authors discussed which data were necessary to answer the review's research question. MB and GF reviewed all 27 articles and extracted data concerning author names, title, publication year, setting, forward slash context, study methods, research question, identity theory used, study conclusions and directions for future research. Studies, commentaries and reviews were treated identically. Final charted data were discussed and agreed upon as a group. See table S2 for the completed data extraction form. The quality of studies was not assessed in line with accepted scoping review methodology. Collating, summarising and reporting the results. Quantitative and qualitative thematic analyses were performed on all eligible articles to synthesise empirical, conceptual and review data. Basic quantitative analysis of year published, geographical location, population studied if an empirical article, setting, study type and identity theory used was undertaken to add contextual signposting to the qualitative synthesis. Qualitative thematic analysis was approached using Brown and Clark's reflexive framework and driven by the exploratory focus of this research, professional identity. The narrative findings of included previous literature reviews were handled identically to empirical data and commentaries during thematic analysis. The six steps of Brown and Clark's framework were followed. A. Familiarisation. B. Generating initial codes. C. Searching for themes. D. Reviewing themes. E. Defining and naming themes. F. Producing a report. A stepwise description of this analysis is available. Appendix S1. In line with the interpretivist approach Thomas et al. recommend for scoping reviews, the authors acknowledge their perspectives have shaped their interpretations within this scoping review. A detailed reflexivity statement is provided as a supplement, Appendix S2. Results. Quantitative thematic analysis. We included 27 articles. Geographically, first authors were from the United States, N equals 11. Canada, N equals 7. Australia, N equals 6. South Africa, N equals 1, Thailand, N equals 1, and the United Kingdom, N equals 1. There were 20 qualitative studies, including 6 qualitative case studies, 8 prospective longitudinal qualitative studies, 1 retrospective longitudinal qualitative study, 3 phenomenological studies, 1 phenomenographic study, and 1 grounded theory study. In addition to qualitative empirical research, there were four commentaries, two narrative literature reviews and one mixed methods case study. All empirical articles were conducted with participants from LICs that ran in either students' penultimate or final year of medical school, that is, senior medical students. There was a slight predominance of empirical research conducted within rural LICs, N equals 13, in comparison with urban LICs, N equals 8. The care setting of LICs within empirical research varied. Nine studies were conducted on LICs with primary care orientations. Eight studies were conducted on LICs with secondary or tertiary care orientations. And four studies were conducted within LICs with mixed primary and secondary or tertiary care orientations. Publication dates, taken as the date first published online, ranged from 2009 to 2020. 
Over half of all articles, N equals 14, were published between 2015 and 2018. A timeline summarising the temporal distribution of articles is provided, figure 3. In regard to theory, 18 papers use some form of sociocultural theory to conceptualise identity. Of these 18 papers, nine used Leif and Wenger's concept of communities of practice, two used Wenger's concept of social learning systems, two use Ibarra's concept of provisional selves, one draws upon transformative learning theory, one uses socio-cognitive career theory, and one uses Worley's theory of educational symbiosis. There were three papers that did not specify which socio-cultural theories were pertinent. In addition to these socio-cultural perspectives of identity, two papers conceptualised identity using moral theory. In both cases, this was using Nell Nodding's feminist philosophy of care ethics. Of all 27 included articles, seven did not explicitly conceptualise identity, despite their explicit use of the term. Qualitative thematic analysis. Four major themes were identified following qualitative analysis. A the importance of contextual continuities, b, symbiotic relationship of responsibility and identity development, c, becoming a competent carer, and d, influence of LICs on career identity. The importance of contextual continuities. The first major theme concerns the importance of contextual continuities, defined within the context of an LIC as duration, time, and space. According to Noddings, duration concerns individuals involved in caring relationships interacting repeatedly over time so that they come to know one another well, whereas space concerns the creation of safe physical and emotional territories during interactions. Within LICs, students are able to spend an extended period of time in one or a set of stable locations. In doing so, they have the chance to develop meaningful interpersonal relationships with preceptors, peers, and patience. In alignment with Nodding's philosophy, longitudinal relationships, most notably longitudinal student-patient relationships, were suggested by some as the site of identity development within LICs. In this way, the contextual continuities of time and space provided by LICs facilitate identity development. The nature of the relationships that contextual continuities facilitate requires considerations. Several scholars note that students within LICs perceive increased preceptor support and mentorship in comparison with their non-LIC peers. This impacts student reception of feedback. Within LICs, feedback from day-to-day -day interactions with students' longitudinal preceptors was perceived as more valuable in comparison with mandated feedback. Greenhill et al. suggests preceptors are central to the process of transformative learning within LICs as continuity of supervision enables preceptors to facilitate critical discourse which fosters self-awareness within students. Given that reflective practice is reported to be central to developing an equity identity, where students develop as patient-centred caregivers who provide equitable care and advocacy for the underserved, preceptor facilitation of reflection is a critical practice within student-preceptor longitudinal relationships. LICs have also been conceptualised as a series of interconnected learning spaces, which role models help students to navigate and invite participation within. Given role models' central position here, 
it is perhaps unsurprising that there have been instances where variability in supervision and support impeded student progress to a deeper level of participation. Longitudinal student-patient relationships have been suggested as particularly influential in regard to student identity. Adams et al. found that LIC students aligned themselves with patients with whom they had longitudinal relationships, which fostered a unique understanding of patient context and development of an empathic patient-centred identity. The continuity of LICs allows students meaningful, authentic roles in patient care, which develop identity above and beyond the role provided in block models. Several scholars conceptualised identity development as a trajectory within the community of practice of an LIC. As students are involved in the co-provision of care for patients, they move towards a more central role within the community, coming to identify as a colleague rather than a student. The process of journeying with patients between care settings allows students to feel elevated into a doctor-like role and provides context regarding the patient experience that facilitates a person-centred identity. It is from the contextual continuities of an LIC that responsibility is afforded to students, which manifests through increased contact with patients and hands-on practical experiences. By nature of the role, students are expected to assume a higher degree of responsibility for patient care than is often afforded in other clerkship models. Relationships that develop with preceptors allow for further responsibility as trust develops. Students glean tacit messages regarding their academic and clinical performance from the level of responsibility offered to them by tutors. Symbiotic relationship of responsibility and identity development. Within the setting of an LIC, responsibility for patients was seen as a key facilitator to identity development. Burden et al. summarised the responsibility of students within an LIC as involving increasing levels of autonomy akin to acting up to the level of an intern under supervision. This aided identity development and increased perceived confidence when practising as an intern in follow-up interviews. O'Brien et al.'s research highlighted three major roles students assume in clinical care across a variety of clerkship models, acting as a source of support for patients, sharing information across healthcare settings and performing a doctor-like role. Although both Block and LIC students provided patients with support and acted as informational bridges between care settings, LIC students most often described serving in a doctor-like role where responsibility and identity both developed. Having a sense of going into work each day within an LIC with the associated responsibility of service provision strengthens identity as students develop within their vocation. More specifically, Responsibility was implicated in the development of an ethic of caring as part of one's medical professional identity. Bartlett et al. note in their narrative review that there is strong evidence that having an active role in the provision of healthcare leads to an ethic of caring. Others' perceptions and recognition of students' doctor-like roles were inferential in helping students feel more like doctors. This happens with increased frequency within LICs, which may result from student continuity with patients. When patients perceive students as central members of their care community, this responsibility transforms student identity. Articles also suggested that to take responsibility for the unique student role within an LIC requires a specific sort of student identity, one that involved confidence as a self-directed learner, adaptability and a degree of authority. Some hypothesised that certain learners may be better suited to LICs by nature of their personality or existing identity. 
In this way, identity, particularly as an adaptable, confident, self-directed learner, facilitates responsibility, trust and success within LICs. Becoming a competent carer. Developing an identity as a caring physician has been a prominent focus of research regarding identity development within LICs. The term ethic of caring has been applied to describe how medical students within LICs develop an identity that is moral in nature and guided by patients' best interests. Evans et al. comment that students within LIC models perceive an expanded scope to their role and are more likely to describe themselves as caregivers, advocates and mentors than students in block clerkships who more typically describe themselves as learners, visitors or diagnosticians highlighting the increased focus on care within LIC-afforded professional identities. One way in which LICs encourage development of a care-focused professional identity is through challenging the negative influence of the hidden curriculum. As Ponsolet et al. put forth, LICs have the potential to foster professional development, moral reasoning and patient-centred attitudes which can mitigate the negative influence of the hidden curriculum. Gaufberg et al. highlight that a key process underlying professional identity development within LICs is making values explicit. Clearly communicating the values of an LIC programme in voluntary programmes will allow students who identify with these values to self-select into the LIC. Alignment between the values of an individual and their clerkship programme may avoid involvement within a values-challenging educational context that acts as part of the hidden curriculum to cause empathic erosion and burnout. Through challenging negative tacit measures of the hidden curriculum, which can dehumanise patients, LICs encourage development of a more patient-centred identity than block models, which, due to lower levels of continuity, are more susceptible to the influence of the hidden curriculum. Adams et al. note this patient-centredness includes identity development as an advocate for patients, an identity which Greenhill et al. posit represents a transformation in student perspective, and Re et al. suggest occurs at a particularly formative stage of medical training and so may influence later career decisions. Yet coming to identify as a carer alone was not enough for students to foster a sense of professional identity as a doctor. Perceptions of academic mastery and competence were also important in coming to identify as a member of the medical profession, which is perceived as erudite. Within Dubatal's research, a sense of competence developed following a period of professional disorientation towards the start of students' year-long LIC, which aided identity development and spurred students towards viewing themselves as physicians. Identity and competence are reciprocally linked. Interactions with patients and colleagues change as competence develops, and this confirms students' evolving identity as a doctor. Variation is key within both LIC and block models to developing as an expert but manifests differently as variation over time within LICs, and as variation of setting within blocks. Influence of LICs on career identity. Another focus of study in regard to identity development within LICs has been the career aspirations and destinations of students completing the model. Several scholars have concluded that students who complete an LIC are more likely to practice within primary care, work with underserved populations and practice rurally. To what extent these career phenomena are observed depends on the design and setting of the LIC programme. For example, a rural primary care LIC is more likely to encourage students to practice primary care rurally than an urban model. Some authors have suggested, however, that students who are already interested in primary care, rural practice or work in underserved areas self-select into LICs. 
while Brian et al noted differences between LIC and Block students early in their placements, which they postulated may suggest students select their clerkship model on the basis of values they already hold dear. This aligns with the suggestion that the negative influence of the hidden curriculum is negated through placing students in environments which align with their values, as detailed previously. Directions for future research. The directions for future research detailed by articles in this review can be classified into three categories. Consulting stakeholders, e.g. faculty and patients, confirming the recipe for a good LIC, and exploring the benefits of strength and identity formation. The majority of identity research within LICs centres students' perspectives and experiences, and several scholars have called for future research to explore both faculty and patient views. There have been sustained calls for research which helps educators figure out what works about the model and may be transferable to local contexts. Scholars have called for comparison of different clerkship models and locations, for evaluation of the relative importance of contextual continuities in patient-centred identity development, and for exploration of the impact of programme mission statements. The ideal length of an LIC remains underexplored, as does the role of LICs in emancipatory transformative learning. Authors have also called for research to explore the impact of LICs on patient health and trainee health in regard to burnout, longitudinally. To add to the debate regarding the career identity impact of LICs, scholars have recommended further longitudinal research scrutinising career intentions involving follow-up with practising doctors if necessary. Discussion. This scoping review highlights several core ways in which LICs exert an influence on medical students' emergent professional identities. Here, we discuss these factors, explore their importance and connection with wider literature, and offer practical recommendations for educators and researchers. Continuity is critical to identity formation within LICs. Defined as the flow between components, participants and contexts in a training programme, which creates a seamless experience with fewer abrupt changes, continuity is the dimension of LICs most clearly associated with environments which foster identity development. Integration, the conceptual and practical connections between components, participants and contexts in a training programme, and longitudinality, the persistence of educational components, participants and contexts over time without necessarily being continuous, remain comparatively under-researched in regard to their impact on identity. Although contextual continuities are defined by Barmer et al. as time and space, the impact of these continuities manifests through relationships. Vald et al. highlight that relationships represent a key element of identity formation within medicine. Concordantly, in this review, Relationships with supervisors, peers and patients were key sites for student meaning-making. Whilst rotational clerkship models normally facilitate only transient social relationships during frequent transitions, LICs are a pedagogical strategy which encourage meaningful interpersonal relationships to develop over time. Given that professional identity is constructed around interpersonal relationships, provision of a space in which relationships are prioritised and permitted to flourish, as is offered by the LIC model, helps shape students' nascent identities. There has been debate regarding the degree of continuity necessary to achieve the benefits associated with an LIC, which most often manifests as discussions of ideal duration. Though this question is difficult to answer without further research, in light of the importance of continuity to identity development, we suggest any programme reforms which increase continuity for students should be welcomed. There's been a move in some countries, including the UK, 
towards LIC-like placements, which are sometimes termed amalgamative clerkships, LIC-A, or longitudinal placements, LOPs. Given this review's findings, we suggest these placements should be welcomed and the exploration of the influence of continuity within LOPs, alongside further investigation within comprehensive LIC models, may add to the debate regarding ideal length and constituents. In addition to showcasing the central role of continuity to identity development within LICs, this review also highlights the pivotal role of responsibility. Wyatt et al. have recently suggested that the responsibility of patient care ownership within simulation settings can act as a catalyst for identity development, proposing a cognitive model of identity in which patient ownership propels students through a phase of disorientation to reconceptualization of one's identity as a physician, as students recognise gaps in their practice. Ultimately, Reprioritization occurs as students create a plan to orient themselves towards the identity of a physician moving forwards. Wyatt et al.'s research highlights the connection between responsibility and identity development which this review supports. Further, Wyatt et al. perceptively suggests that LICs, as environments which foster relationships, may offer enhanced opportunities for patient ownership which facilitate identity development. The findings of this review support this suggestion and illuminate the nature of the relationship between responsibility, which can manifest through patient ownership and identity within LICs. As this review suggests that the contextual continuities inherent to LICs foster a greater degree of responsibility than within block models, it is likely that LIC students undergo a period of identity disorientation, as Wyatt et al. suggest, as they adjust to the responsibility of their new role. It has been suggested by Hirsch that LIC's journey, students journey a J-shaped learning curve within LICs, where things tend to get worse before they get better. Identity disorientation in response to increased responsibility may offer one explanation for this initial period of difficulty and also add to understandings of how students come to subsequently flourish as their identity is reformed in a way that resonates with their future status as a qualified physician. This supports the stages of reconceptualization and reprioritization within Wyatt et al.'s cognitive model of adjusting to patient ownership. Further to Wyatt et al.'s cognitive model of adaptation, the findings of this review also reveal the importance of social factors in reconceptualizing identity following increased provision of responsibility. Progressive belonging to a community of practice was highlighted as key to this process. The contextual continuities afforded by the LIC model foster familiarity within communities of practice, which aids the negotiation of identities through participation in community activities and acceptance as a central member. Gilligan first defined care ethics as an explanatory theory connecting identity with moral development. Subsequently developed by noddings and applied to medical education within the context of LICs, Developing an ethic of caring joins the self with relationships and rationality with emotion. According to Gilligan, care ethics starts from the premise that as humans we are inherently relational, the human condition is one of connectedness or interdependence, and concerns how people journey from conceptualising care as a selfish concept through to conforming to a traditional ideal of unselfishness and ultimately come to perceive care as an ethic governing moral action. Given that relationships have been suggested as underpinning many benefits of the LIC model, a finding supported by this review, and journeying towards an ethic of caring depends on reconceptualising care as a form of citizenship, 
LA sees are an ideal theoretical setting in which to develop an ethic of caring through relationships with others. This theoretical proposition is supported by early evidence from Barmer et al. and Konkin et al. However, the nuances of how an ethic of caring is developed and comes to be adopted within LICs and how this differs from moral development within non-LIC models is underexplored. There are also underexplored correspondences between the development of an ethic of caring within LICs and what Adams et al. term equity identity, where students develop as caregivers and advocates for the underserved. How the value of social justice instilled by LICs integrates within this ethic of caring necessitates further exploration. Importantly, although developing an ethic of caring is suggested as a core part of student identity development within LICs, this must go hand in hand with developing a sense of academic competency. As the medical profession is perceived as erudite, medical identity development also involves coming to perceive oneself as knowledgeable. This sense of competency is often fostered through external validation from one's preceptors, peers or patients. Within an LIC, this validation is often more readily provided through longitudinal patient and preceptor relationships, where explicit feedback is more highly valued and implicit feedback is offered through the level of trust and autonomy afforded to students. As such, LICs also facilitate student identity formation as a competent, knowledgeable physician. Brown et al. put forth the opinion that when LICs are advertised to students primarily on the basis of fostering caring attributes, uptake to programmes may be low. Further balancing the promotion of LICs academic and caring identity benefits when discussing the models with students and faculty may improve enthusiasm, which some have suggested anecdotally may be waning. There has been much interest in the influence of LICs on students' future career choices. This scoping review reveals that LICs do modulate senior students' career choices and highlights that strengthened identity formation within a particular geographical setting, with a particular patient population, or within a specific speciality may offer one explanation for this phenomenon. However, students do self-select into LIC programmes which align with their personal and professional values, and so the influence of the model may appear greater than it truly is. Playford et al. recently published research which suggests that following participation within a rural LIC, the urban practice intentions of students can be transformed. Although identity was not the focus of Playford et al.'s research, their study demonstrates the influence of the LIC model on those without intentions originally aligned to the setting of the programme. However, students self-selected into the study's LIC, which may suggest students' values were in alignment with the programme as outlined by this review. Further investigation of this impact is necessary to explore this potential transformation in identity. Research of mandatory LICs may yield answers regarding the true impact of the model on students not already likely to work rurally, work with underserved populations or work within a particular speciality. Further, there is a trend towards career identity research in rural settings and with senior medical students. This may limit the transferability of identity and career choice explanations beyond a rural setting and when considering the development of such placements for more junior students. Further longitudinal research of career choice and identity within urban environments and within junior student longitudinal placements would be of value. In addition, there is a relative dearth of research concerning how the educational goals of an institution's LIC influence the career identity of programme graduates. This represents a direction for future research across the spectrum of LIC contexts. 
identity was inconsistently conceptualised by the articles included within this scoping review. When the concept of identity is clearly detailed, this is most often done in line with sociocultural theory, often using communities of practice theory. This is understandable, given that LICs were modelled in part on the principles of sociocultural theory. However, exploration of identity from one dominant theoretical perspective means research in this field is at risk of narrowing and ultimately stalling. Further, there are issues with sociocultural conceptualizations of identity, which some argue do not pay adequate heed to the influence of power, overlook micro-interactional and sociolinguistic takes on negotiation of meaning, tension and conflict, and generate a tension for students between the imperative to impose the norms of the community and the desire of individuals to maintain important aspects of their own identities. To confront these critiques and add depth to the process of identity development within LICs, exploration of identity from a greater variety of theoretical perspectives is necessary. Symbolic interactionist research, for example, could add micro-interactional insight to how the language and symbols exchanged between individuals within an LIC influence how students develop an ethic of caring. Implications for medical education. There are several implications of these findings for educators. These are summarised in Table 2. Though this review synthesises research in regard to identity development within LICs, several of these findings and recommendations are transferable beyond the context of an LIC, for example the importance of continuity to identity development and the finding that supported responsibility in the form of service provision and learning facilitates identity development. Review limitations. Despite comprehensive searching of bibliographic databases, it is possible some relevant articles may have been missed. Exclusion of non-English language articles may introduce a language barrier. Further, the quality of included studies was not appraised. Although this is accepted scoping review methodology, educators may wish to consider this when extrapolating findings. Some have suggested that the lack of critical appraisal inherent to scoping review methodology limits the ability of scoping reviews to identify gaps in the literature related to the low quality of research. As such, the findings of the study likely add little for educators principally interested in the quality of identity research in this area. Given this was not a principal focus of this review, we believe this to be an acceptable limitation, though future systematic reviews concerning the quality of LIC-associated identity research would be of value. Conclusion This scoping review adds weight to the supposition that participation in longitudinal integrated clerkships facilitates identity development through contextual continuities, relationships and the responsibility of service learning. There are early suggestions that LICs increase patient-centeredness through encouraging development of an ethic of caring, which is again relational in nature. As little research compares comprehensive LICs with other clerkship models, it remains difficult to say to what degree identity formation is facilitated above and beyond that which occurs in block or LIC-like placements. Future comparative research and research exploring identity formation from a greater diversity of theoretical perspectives would add depth to this emerging topic of interest in regard to LICs. In sum, this review is an empirical springboard we hope authors will use to add detail to early understandings of identity development within LICs and further understanding as to how medical student identity can be best supported by this innovative pedagogy. Mm -hmm.